Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's E. Sparky, 5 or 1250 AM, The Fan, 55 past the hour time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out. It's brought to you by Pottawatomie Sportsbook. Bet on all your favorite sports 24-7. Enjoy over 70 self-service kiosks, wall-to-wall TVs, free parking, great food, and a full bar. Bet big, bet bold. Learn more at PaceBig.com. Joining us now, he is Ryan Wood, Packers beat writer for the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Follow him on Twitter at ByRyanWood. Ryan, we're going to talk about Joy... Ryan, we're going to talk about Joe Barry, talk about possible replacements and all that fun stuff in this interview. I first want to start off talking about Jordan Love. What were your expectations, I guess, coming into the season for this team and Jordan Love back in training camp, back in preseason? Uh, where were you at at that point? Going into the season, this was a rebuilding year. This was There was only one thing that mattered. Do they have the quarterback of the future? Jordan Love's a guy. If he wasn't, that's all you needed to know. I mean, they, they, this is a team that was going to be like most everyone else in the NFL and have to figure out the most important position on the field. Uh, so every all eyes, including mine, were on Jordan Love and, and this offense. Is he the, the right guy to go forward with? And he more than answered that, right? He, he answered that in spades. And I'll tell you this, after they beat Kansas City, it's, it, Patrick Mahomes in their place to go to 6-6, six and six, it changed. It stopped being a rebuilding year. It, it started being, okay, this is a team that could actually do the unthinkable this season and make the playoffs in the first year of Jordan Love, and he did that. And then going into the playoffs, you're like, okay, meaningful postseason experience. That's really good for this young team, for this young quarterback. And then they go and blow out the Cowboys, and they, they very well probably should have won in San Francisco. So they, they kept moving the goalposts, but at each step they kept also exceeding and in reaching the goal line. Uh, so that, I think sets up a very exciting 2024 for this team. Sets up an exciting next 10 years for this team. Uh, what yeah. about Joe Barry? Because at the end of last year, Joe Barry saved his job with a, 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 a you know two, three good games there after the bye week, and Barry gets to come back as defensive coordinator. Uh, fans didn't want him back, didn't trust him, whatever the case may be. 
Uh, how did your the ebb and flows of your thoughts on Joe Barry and this defense go throughout the year? And were you surprised that they decided to let him go? Yeah, ebbs and flows is uh, the right way to put it because much like the team, the goalposts kept changing for Joe Barry as well. I think ultimately there was no coming back from Tampa Bay. There was no coming back from the first perfect passer rating of Baker Mayfield's career. That game reminded me very much of week four of 2018 with with Mike McCarthy when Aaron Rodgers comes to the podium after point two to zero win and says the plan wasn't good enough. There was never any coming back for Mike McCarthy from that. And and for Joe Barry, Tampa Bay was that game. And he he gave it a valiant effort down the stretch. I and mean, this defense played very well down the stretch. Even San Francisco, I don't put a lot of that on Joe Barry because this defense doesn't have safeties. If you don't have safeties as a defense coordinator, I don't know what you're supposed to do about that because that's a pretty important position on the field. They're all important. If you don't have a position on the field, you, you give up explosive plays if you don't have safeties. So, you know, his hands were kind of strung there, but at the end of the day, it, it was just far too inconsistent, especially when you're going into a 2024 and beyond where there's, there's a new Super Bowl window that's open now because of Jordan Love and this offense. You need consistent play. And you also need a defense that eventually can, can present some doubt into the other team's offense on, on game-winning drives. You know, There was never any doubt at the end of San Francisco that the 49ers were going to march down the field and score, and there should be when, when the Packers are up four points. There should be doubt. Now, I was told that even with the resurrection of this defense down the stretch, Matt LaFleur never really changed course. He knew after Tampa Bay that he was going to have to make a change and, and nothing really happened to divert him from that decision. And we saw that with how quickly and swiftly he made the decision. Because it's not it's one thing to, okay, Joe Barry's not the defense coordinator, but then who is? got to make that very promptly and, and, and go out and get your guy, and that's what he's doing now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He is Ryan Woodpacker's beat writer. Follow him on Twitter at by Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you know defensive coordinators and schemes. All these Kyle Shanahan and McVay guys are all running similar defenses to what Joe Barry was trying to run. Zone, try and get pressure up front, and so forth. 
I don't see Matt LaFleur deviating necessarily from that a whole bunch, like a Wink Martindale and stuff. That doesn't make any sense to me because that goes away from what all of his cronies all believe in. So I guess I would be surprised if it went that way. What about you? I think that's the biggest question here because the the biggest decision Matt LaFleur has to make is not who, but what. It seems like a half measure to decide not to return Joe Barry, but to keep the scheme, right? Because in the Packers in the locker room over the course of the season, the players made something very, very clear. They want to be more aggressive. They, 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 want, they don't want to just sit back all the time. It's tough playing defense that way. You want to be on the attack playing defense. So is this the opportunity to change scheme? Is he going to keep this Vic Fangio-style defense that – that he and all his cronies, as you put it, uh, have been attached to? That's the question. What Matt LaFleur needs to do is look at the personnel that he has on on this defense. What's the best way to get them into – he's got a lot of of talent, a lot of athletes on this defense, but you got to get in the best best position to be playmakers, be football players. So that's the decision that he's got to arrive to is what's the best way to do that and that, that'll answer the scheme question. Let's talk about the age question, because I think there's a lot of people that look at this and go, I don't want another old guy. I want somebody younger that's maybe closer to LaFleur in age and some of those, the other guys on this coaching staff uh, maybe can relate to the players a little bit better, whatever the case may be kind of going forward. Uh, where are you on that discussion? I don't know if that makes a lot of sense for this job. Now, what... Where it does make sense to get someone younger and talented is the marketing for this job is very easy. Come be the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator in two or three years. If you do a good job, you'll be a head coach because that's where they're at. They have the offense in place. And if if you are the the play caller on that on, on defense, effectively the defensive head coach, which is what Joe Barry, what Mike Pettin was with Matt LaFleur calling plays on offense and this defense does better, this defense gets you to a place where you can go make a Super Bowl run, this guy, if, if he's a young up-and-comer, he'll get a chance to, to be a head coach in this league. But I just I, I, I kind of feel like they, they need some proven experience with a good track record, right? Because Joe Barry had proven experience. This was his third defensive coordinator job, but he didn't have a good track record. He'd only, in, in Detroit and Washington, he'd only ever coordinated bottom-of-the-league defenses. If they can go find someone that has proven defensive experience with a good track record, and then Matt LaFleur doesn't have to worry about that side of the ball. He he can just focus on the offense because the best thing that the Packers have going for them as a franchise right now is how lockstep their offensive head coach, play calling head coach, is with this franchise quarterback. Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love were in lockstep through the second half of the season. There's no reason to think that that'll change. don't don't distract Matt LaFleur with defense. Hire a guy that can take care of that side of the ball. All right, so my number one is probably a lot of people's number one, uh, and that's Jim Leonard. You uh, you apparently offered it to him or talked to him the last time before you hired Joe Barry. Leonard thought he was going to get the job after Paul Christ stepped aside, and then Chris got fired. He never got the job. He goes to Luke Fickle. He consults with Bielema, the former Badger coach at Illinois, uh, and then is now just kind of chilling in Madison. To me, 
You offer him the job. He takes the job. He played safety in the NFL, which is your absolute worst position on defense, so he can help you with the drafting and getting guys that he wants to play that position and coaching that position up. Uh, He's called plays for a number of years. He's had top defenses uh, in college football with Wisconsin who didn't have the best talent like a Georgia or an Alabama and still played at a high level. To me, it's a no-brainer. It's Jim Leonard. Now, who knows where this will go, but that would be my number one. Thoughts on Leonard? He's also Mike Pettin's guy. You know, he, he was his right-hand man in, in the NFL when, when he was a safety. So that goes back to the scheme question. Are, we, are, are you going to stay with what you know and, and what you've been doing, or are you going to completely overhaul it? Is it going to be a full measure? And you're, going to, you're going to wipe out the scheme, too, and change everything. Uh, if he goes the latter, I, I don't see Jim Leonard being the candidate, but if he wants to keep the scheme in place, and, and he just wants a new leader of that scheme, a new teacher to, to communicate with players, get them to execute the game plan, but it's a same, similar playbook, similar scheme, then Jim Leonard could be a very, very attractive candidate. What about Ivaro over there in Carolina? Yeah, I think Ivor Ejero is, is a guy that, uh, you know, if he doesn't get a head coaching gig, uh, he could be a tr- an attractive candidate. If he'd go more of the experienced route, you know, I – I think a Ron Rivera would be interesting. You know, he, he's a, a veteran defensive coach with a good track record on defense. Hasn't always been a good head coach, but he's got a really good track record on defense, and and the defense isn't what's what's gotten him in trouble as a head coach. So that that's another. You know, I, I don't see it being a Mike Vrabel. You know, I know people are going to say, well, they have experience together, but Mike Vrabel was was hired as the Tennessee Titans head coach when Matt LaFleur was the runner-up. Exactly. And organizationally, the Titans wanted to bring their runner-up on board as their offensive coordinator, knowing that they'd hired a defensive head coach. And Matt LaFleur was in Los Angeles at the time, very close with Sean McVay. But the thing about Los Angeles is that Matt LaFleur knew as long as Sean McVay is the head coach there, as long as he's the offensive coordinator there, he's never calling the plays. That's Sean McVay's show. And to be a head coach, he had to call the plays. So he made the decision to be the offensive coordinator under Mike Rabel, who got the job instead of him, just making a a, a bet on himself that he can go to Tennessee and call the plays and that that would be the path to being a head coach. He was there for one year. He got a shot to be a head coach with the Packers. I I don't see them having the relationship where Mike Rabel, who's going to be a head coach again in this league and knows that, is going to come running to Matt LaFleur wanting to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. I agree with you 100%. What about the idea of a position coach uh, that everybody likes a lot to be a defensive coordinator and he gets his opportunity in Green Bay? For me, I'm a no-go on that. I want somebody that's called defensive plays, that knows you know uh, the, the rhythm of a game and so forth, more than I want some newbie calling plays for the first time. It just seems like a unnecessary risk for this franchise to take with the point where they're at right now, which is at the dawning of a new Super Bowl window. I, I, I'm with you. You want someone that, that has got some experience. I'm sure that there's some very talented position coaches in this league who would make good defensive coordinators, but there's the unknown because they haven't done it before. You want someone that you know can do it because that, you know, going into 2024, Matt LaFleur was very clear about this in his season-ending press conference and very clear about this before that in his final team meeting with this team 
the expectations going into 2023 are not what the expectations are going to be going into 2024. From here on out, it, it is Super Bowl or bust again for the Packers. 2024 and beyond, it is get to the Super Bowl. You, you want someone that you know what you're getting with, with defensive coordinator, which is the most important position on Matt LaFleur's staff when you make that hire. And we both agree this is going to be another defensive heavy draft probably. Yeah, there's needs on that side of the ball. I I think that's going to be interesting. You know, it's easy to just kind of use it as a foregone conclusion that they're going to draft heavy on defense. And certainly the secondary, yeah, safety. They got a lot of work. Corner, to do. corner and safety, right? Yeah, you may, you might need another linebacker. Yep, for you sure. Might need another edge rusher because yep. Kingsley and Barry's injury uh, was very significant. The, the Packers had a four-man rotation on the edge, which is what every good defense needs. And now we, Kingsley and Abari is not going to be ready for the start of the season. So that's down to three. There's a lot of needs on that side of the ball. But if if they like a left tackle that they feel is a franchise left tackle, I'm with you. Fifth overall in the first draft. Yep. If they, you know, I'll tell you this, Sparky. Coming back from San Francisco, I'm in the, the Denver airport watching Bucks Lions. And I'm thinking to myself, Goodness, if this offense had a Jameer Gibbs and you put him with yes. Aaron Jones, how dangerous would they be? Because they need to bring Aaron Jones back. But ideally, at going into his age 30 season, you'd protect him a little bit. You'd make him running back two instead of forcing him in a position where he's carrying the bulk of the offense, the, the, the running game, for 17 games and then the playoffs. As a running back two, Aaron Jones is, is an awfully dangerous playmaker. But you got to go get a running back to do that. So if they like one of those positions in the first round, I, I, I think it could be an offensive player in the first round. I just don't know if there's that guy. I mean, I don't – maybe there is that guy. Because, again, it's not like I watch every college football game. So as we get closer, I'm sure we'll get to watch more and more of these running backs. I just don't know if there's that guy. But if there is, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that. Offensive linemen, there's a plenty uh, in the first couple of rounds, it looks like. And it's just a matter of whether or not they want to take one that high. But I agree, offensive tackle should be a consideration for sure. He has Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette. Follow him on Twitter at by Ryan Wood. Ryan, thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.